Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the future of the water and wastewater industry and the careers you did not know about. And I'm your host, Dave Kosminski, and we are here live at the annual technical conference from CTAWWA and CWWA, and we are at the Viking Hotel in Newport, Rhode Island, ancient Newport. Hey, we have a great guest with us this evening, or this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, a, a good friend of mine, right from the hometown of Portland, Mr. Don Snyder. Hi, Don. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dave. Good afternoon, and thank you for inviting me on the podcast here, sir. Well, you know, the, the podcast, we're, we're trying to get uh, new, younger blood in the industry, as you know, but uh, we're all getting to that age of retirement. Uh, you not so much, but uh, I'm, I'm just about there, so anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Very well said. So tell me about uh, about your career getting in into the uh, the water industry. What's your day job like? Sure, sure. So uh, getting into the water industry, uh, actually started here in the great state of Rhode Island. Uh huh. Um, in 2000, I graduated Portland High School, as you may know. Yeah. Uh, came over to Roger Williams University, based here in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, got a degree in engineering, civil engineering. Okay. Um, then I worked for a firm that specialized in working for water utilities. Um, some very fine water utilities in the state of Connecticut, which I was able to leverage some networking relationships and good hard quality work. Yeah. Um, and in 2010, 2011, uh, we started a firm, Snyder Civil Engineering. Yes. And based out of Connecticut, and we've grown and scaled that firm to a couple different office locations and uh, continuing to serve several water utilities. Right. So very, uh, very blessed, very fortunate for that. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you guys do the, do some great work and uh, hard work. And um, you know, Don, when you graduated high school, did you did you, did you has a, have an aspiration as far as you know what direction you wanted to go? I truly didn't. I truly didn't. Uh, I knew that you know, engineering was a good profession. Um, I had the ability to have very good, strong math, science, and communication skills, which I think have helped me in my career progressing. Um, but that talent was something that I developed over an amount of time. And, you know, at our firm today, we continue to recruit uh, young talent, uh, people um, who are looking for internships or people to get their start in the water industry. Right. Um, we've even worked with some of our utilities um, to where we're having programs where we're bringing on some interns and getting them engaged um, in physically working at some Connecticut water utilities right. now. Right, right. So, um, again, we're trying to market this podcast to, you know, high school seniors and, uh, you know, people just entering the college. So what, what, what advice would you give, uh, words of wisdom, so to speak, on, uh, you know, the, the, the opportunities that we have both in the water and wastewater? Because you do some stuff in, in wastewater also, don't you? Uh, very little. Uh, I would say about 99% of our receivables okay. um, account for drinking water. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would give uh, people advice to consider the water industry. Um, as we say, um, most of our clients um, really do care about uh, the quality of our, their work. They care about the uh, quality of the water. Um, at the end of the day, as you know, Dave, they're answering to the Connecticut Department of Public Health, typically. Right. Um, they're held to very high standards. Um, they're good stewards of providing safe, reliable, and efficient drinking water. Sure. Um, they take that very proud. They do that very well. And they're always looking to expand their talent pool. Um, really, even at our level, at um, 40 years of age now in the industry, 
many individuals who have really set us up for success and set our firm up for success. Uh -huh. And a lot of um, utilities and people at these uh, even senior management roles, if you will, at water utilities are really looking to expand their talent pool. So there's a lot of opportunity, Dave. I think that's really the word of the day. Um, and I think that what your podcast does a nice job of highlighting that. There's amazing opportunity, extensive amount of opportunity for individuals um, who come in, um, who are, are open to, you know, using technology. Sure. Um, millennials, um, you know, they take some hard press for some of the things they do, but they take some very good press for being open to technology, sure. adapting to technology, embracing those skills they have. I know in your town tech program over the years, you've you've kind of paved the way for some folks to um, look into technology and how it benefits. Um, we use aerial drones at Snyder Civil. Yep. Um, we're using GPS units. We're using some total stations. Um, I believe now, um, you know, we just left a part of the seminar on the lead and copper sure. yep. um, challenges yep. that, you know, never mind the state of Connecticut here, but our, our country's facing and been right. facing. Sure. Um, we all know the unfortunate events um, out in Flint, Michigan, yeah, and the impacts they've tragic. had. Um, and I think there'll be a lot of opportunities for young, fo young folks to really engage um, doing some of the inventory work, um, some of the research, um, some of the outreach style work. You know, and the, the neat thing about it, too, as far as in relation to just the the careers that are in that industry, it's, it's just such a wide umbrella. You know, from, you know, you can go from engineering, you can go to customer service, you can go to construction, you can go to, you know, customer service, uh, uh, HR, you name it. And the, the nice part about it is at the entry level, you, you don't necessarily have to have uh, a college degree. Uh, and I think most uh, students that, you know, I don't want to say they're brainwashed, but you know they're uh, they're kind of indoctrinated that you have to go to college, and college isn't for everybody, you know, as far as that goes. So, you know, that opportunity there, and especially from you guys, I know uh, you've got a couple of my students that are that are working for you in, in various uh, uh, capacities in the firm. Yes, we've been pretty successful recruiting some local talent, um, and then you know, speaking um, about us being a little more worldly, if you will. Um, we've also done very well uh, recruiting some folks who don't have the stereotypical four years bachelors of science and engineering degrees. Um, we've had some folks who have served our country very well yep. and come out of you know um, the military, armed forces service, um, and they learned a lot of good structure, discipline, reporting, sure. and they're bringing that value to us locally here in Connecticut now on a on, a, on another field, if you will. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I think. Uh, you know, our, uh, our actually the, the, the premier uh, uh, first episode of the, of the podcast, we had Miss Lori Matthew from the State Health Department, as you mentioned earlier, that, you know, most water utilities uh, basically are under the primacy agency of the uh, Department of Public Health and uh, have to answer, you know, to, to their regulations and, and so forth. And as you know, uh, we had our uh, regulatory update through Betsy Guerra and so forth. Uh, the regulations are forever changing, you know, in the industry with lead and copper. Uh, a lot of the uh, uh, basically uh, carcinogens that we have to test for now. So I, I think those are things that uh, people are aware of. But, you know, from an environmental side, you can go from, uh, like you said, construction. Uh, you know, we had, uh, I know you helped us out with, uh, we, we did a, 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 a great uh, presentation for our airline trail utilizing one of your drones. So 
Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of different markets, if you will, um, as far as engineering um, in the water industry, speaking to those opportunities. Um, I tell a lot of our interns, our new hires, or even other working professionals in the industry, really um, water utilities um, allow you to embrace the whole gamut. Um, I'm a civil engineer by education and by trade, but that's pretty broad. Um, when we're working for a utility, where we're building a uh, well house, well station structure, it has the big structural engineering component. Yep. Um, with a lot of the automation, a lot of the PLC, SCADA systems we have, companies are good environmental stewards with this energy conservation. We're doing a lot of electrical engineering. Sure. Um, we're doing transportation when we're out on the road. We're doing uh, MPT traffic planning, um, signage, what have you, paving, when pavement restoration when we're putting this together in the state right away. And sure. a lot of our, you know, a lot of our junior staff let's call it they've they've excelled in a lot of these roles and you know there really is um an application and, and a fit for them in the industry it's just um you know i know you're a, a very skilled musician um and there's different um instruments for different applications uh, right I, absolutely and that's the way we that's the way we staff and use our tooling and and getting back to where we were before i digress in a minute um when we go back to connecticut dph i know connecticut dph has you know give give the parameters or the regulations but um, the utilities we work for take it very seriously the relationship they seem to be very appreciative of DPH and they're really embracing and they're finding the path forward um, for you know carrying out the mission very nicely and and most of it is done very proactively so um, sure. again a lot of lot of opportunity for young folks in the industry to be part of that that success that the good water utilities in Connecticut have have begun for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of, uh, and it's uh, the, con- the conference is great. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to get, uh, meet face to face last year with the COVID and so forth. But it's good to see all of our colleagues uh, uh, here at, at the conference and uh, getting their uh, educational CEUs and so forth. But uh, just tell us a little bit of a, some of the some of the water utilities that you do a lot of work for throughout the state. Sure, and sure. Around. So um, we got our start working for a company called United Water Connecticut, mm-hmm. which was acquired by Aquarian Water Company. Um, so they're uh, a client of ours, which we're uh, very fortunate to work for. Um, we happen to work for Connecticut Water Company, another great water utility, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the Regional Water Authority, um, and as well as uh, the MDC. Right. Um, so f- some of the four largest, um, probably most well-known and um, largest water utilities based on you know population served in Connecticut and we've also had the opportunity to work for you know Southington Water and some others in some in of the, the state. municipalities you know the, basically the types of utilities uh, throughout the state make up a, a, a variety of you know, investor owns uh, you know, municipalities like we are uh, as well as what they call the quasi-publics like MDC and Regional Water Authority correct uh, which uh, you know uh, serve uh, thousands of customers. I think uh, I think MDC is up to over four hundred thousand now. Right? Yeah, they have a lot of customers as well. Um, you know, when when we look at you know the state of Connecticut, I believe we're currently somewhere around three point three million, three point four million people as a population. And when we start adding up, you know, the four largest water utilities and the you know the amount of service connections and sure. population served it's it's very sizable yes, um, yes. because you know a, as we all know these are in some of the you know some of the bigger cities in Conner- Connecticut that are very densely populated sure. so 
Yeah, that's, that's the and then you've got the small smaller utilities uh, like Portland. Okay, with basically we're in a municipality. Uh, you know, we're we're basically dealing with only about twenty three hundred customers. So uh, you know, but the regulations and and the the, the water quality the act we have to put out is the same water quality that you know. Uh, MDC puts out or uh, regional water or Aquarion, uh, you've got, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the regulatory requirements to maintain that water quality. Yeah, very well said. And, um, you know, a lot of that comes down to resources and staffing. Um, and, you know, circling back to, you know, the opening statement, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity here for young folks in the industry uh, to be part of the resource and staffing for these utilities at, at all scales and all sizes. Sure. Um, and they have a they have a lot of different disciplines. I mean, you know, most of this conversation is about water utilities and engineering, but you know, they have real estate needs for sure. people in the real estate industry. Um, they're some of the greatest environmental stewards as far as they own a lot of reservoirs, um, buildings, dams, what have you. There's real estate elements. Um, they have the whole UOPS operators ends yeah. with the certified operators program sure. that runs through the Connecticut Department of Public Health, as we all know. And then following up with it, they even have the whole fleet end. Yes. You know, the vehicles, a lot of them uh, do their own maintenance on, you know, machines for people who are mechanically inclined. Um, you know, anything from oil changes to, you know, major repairs and services sure. on some of these equipment. Yeah, last uh, last week we had Tom Tyler on, who's uh, head of the, the wastewater plant at uh, MDC. And uh, exactly right. I mean, they have their vehicle maintenance program, which maintains all of their uh, you know, cars, dump trucks, equipment, uh, even, you know, uh, equipment that they use uh, within the industry. Um, MDC also has their own police force. Uh, so, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity there, uh, as well as their forestry management program. They manage uh, a, a lot of acreage uh, up in Bark Hampstead around Reservoir 6 and so forth uh, that they manage the water. So you've got uh, uh, arborists uh, that go out and look and uh, manage the forest on uh, tree cutting and maintaining a healthy watershed uh, and that's uh, again something that you probably would not think of as uh, under that you know water uh, water umbrella so you're, you're absolutely right yeah a very good point I mean some uh, very good you know diverse options uh, a lot of different uh, markets people can get into in the water utility industry and I think one of the most exciting ones for you know that uh, millennial demographic if you will is probably the social media aspect sure. and how that's being used for outreach today. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of that correspondence that we've heard, just heard in the session for lead and copper or service line renewals, to put it mildly, um, that social media may be a good platform for that. I know some um, companies have the Instagram pages, the Facebook pages, not to get proprietary, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a very, you know, um, you know efficient way of... Um, disseminating that you know data and information well it's uh, you know the back back in the day when i started it was uh, okay you handed out a bill stuff or you mailed it and so forth but you know the technology is is is, is moved far beyond that and it's uh, you know it's much more effective to a certain extent because you know people are are into uh 
you know, how many people have a phone on them? And basically, they're, they're checking their email, they're checking their voicemails, they're, uh, you know, as well as uh, being able to access the internet most of the time, you know. Uh, when I grew up, we ha I had a computer for Christ's sake that was half the size of a, a desk. Now you got more power in your pocket on the phone. Than yeah, you do. yeah, so it's I hard to believe. And you know, I think it's about leveraging that now, embracing that technology, and for the younger folks in the industry to kind of you know understand their value, their worth, their skill set, and how that applies. Sure. Um, you know, not everyone who comes into a water utility is going to be a a supervisor or a manager yep. or, or working their ways up into the role but you know with some good decision making and some you know loyalty to utilities or to engineering firms you know that's built over time um, we've focused a lot uh, Snyder Civil um, about you know growing our good professional qualified staff and our team you know promoting people into that management role and the directors and beyond so you know, even in a small organization like ours, we have the support and the infrastructure to support um, our workload and um, the needs and requests of our clients. Sure, and and, and most firms and, and utilities are uh, very open to advancement uh, for their employees, and many of them have uh, uh, tuition reimbursement programs to help them advance. So if they get into the entry level lines and so forth, uh, you know, you can move up the ladder, and in a lot of the bigger utilities and your firm as well. You can not only move up, uh, you know, vertically, but you can move laterally to different departments that uh, end up, you know, focusing on dis different aspects of the industry. Yes, and we've had that. You know, we've we've experienced that a lot during this um, these challenging COVID times over the last couple of years. We've had people join us who previously worked at a water utility or previously had been employed at a construction firm mm -hmm. and wanted to come over to Snyder Civil. Um, and then we've also had um, folks, um, fortunately for them, unfortunately for us, just move on and choose to depart us. Um, some of our folks have, you know, wanted to work um, in the construction industry and, yep. and took jobs with larger contractors and, um, and left us. Some other folks have, uh, you know, had some talks with some utilities about, you know, working the first few years of their career in engineering and yep. then maybe going off to serve a, a water utility, which, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's there's room for all of us. We're just happy to see that, you know, people can um, be successful in sure. their career. Um, they take the opportunity. They do well. They're successful on it. And as we say, there, you know, there's room for all of us at the finish line. So we, you know, we, we celebrate them wherever their life or their journey takes them. Uh, for sure. And the, the neat thing about you know careers within the water industry and wastewater industry, uh, these are careers that you, you, you can't really outsource. You can't. Uh, you, you have to have boots on the ground. Uh, to run these systems, to manage these systems, to maintain these systems, not only from you know sampling, uh, you know construction, uh, or whatever task, uh, you, you need those bodies in the in 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 the, in the room uh, to be able to maintain that infrastructure. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I mean, um, a lot of the processes we have, as far as you know, the engineering, the inspection. Um, big field component I know surveys the same way big field component sure. you've got to go out there um, you know we've seen projects over the years um, sometimes a firm may get that and they may not have the ability or the bandwidth or the resources to put people out in the field and you know maybe they try to work off a GIS map or some old right. historical map and there's always a value to walking the street walking the community um, speaking to others in the community getting some local knowledge um, 
meeting with, you know, utility personnel, um, operations personnel, you know, who are essentially the clients and the end users of the of the great infrastructure that people in this field are, are designing and, um, and that are being funded and constructed. There you go. There you go. Uh, hey, Don, thank you so much for coming over. And uh, You're uh, welcome. The thank next you. session is, is about to start. And, uh, again, uh, with us in the house is our uh, hometown, homegrown Mr. Don Snyder of Snyder Civil Engineering. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the careers you didn't know about in the water industry and uh, the future and uh, of water and wastewater and uh, the people that run it. And uh, Don is one of the main mans that makes it all work. So, Don, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we'll uh, see you when we get back to town. Thank you for having me, Dave. And I wish everyone success in the water industry. Please consider it. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thanks so much. <laughs>